You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 134. Today, I'm talking all about how to 10x in the next 12 months. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, having a listen, hanging out here with me today. Today's episode is extra special because I'm recording it here towards the end of the year. It's uh, about the middle of December right now, and this is just a perfect time for all of us as entrepreneurs to be letting the dust settle from what we've been working on, start to reflect on the past 12 months, and start to dream a little bit more intentionally about what we're going to be up to for the next 12 months. And this is something that I get really intentional about, and <laughs> you know, it works. It works. Intention without attachment. And we'll get into that today. But first, some high fives and shout outs to our listeners. OMG, like the feedback that is coming in right now, you guys, is just is making my day every day. It makes me really happy. This first one is from Kara Lamarado, who says, James, thank you so much for everything you do. I found your podcast by listening to an episode you did on Amy Porterfield's podcast a few weeks back, which if you haven't checked out Amy's show online marketing made easy podcast with the one and only Miss wonderful Amy Porterfield. We'll link her show up in the bio. We did an episode together, which was awesome. We talked about a lot of the stuff that I talk about here, but Amy's podcast is just amazing because of all the, the marketing advice and strategies that she teaches. And her voice is way more lovely and soothing than mine could ever be. So make sure you check out her podcast if you haven't already. But she said, I listened to your episode and I was hooked the two of you are my business yin and yang. What a magical partnership. That was really cool. But she went on to share so much of her takeaways. And look, there's so much power in sharing. Oh, there's so much power in sharing just what other people are getting from these episodes. So I want to take a minute. I won't read her entire email. But first of all, Kara, thank you so much for writing in. But here's what she said. She goes, regarding one of your episodes, I never realized how crippling my desire to be liked is in my business. Yeah, right? I knew this about myself personally, but never considered the ripple effect into the business world. To hear you spell it out, shed some light on so many ways that this is holding me back. I shy away from making connections with people because I'm afraid I'm not good enough to connect with them. And a negative feedback email or comment on social media will ruin hours or a whole day, and it paralyzes me to get back out there. When I publish a podcast episode, I'm already thinking about the people who might disagree with my topic or think negatively of me for addressing it. When I pitch something that people don't buy, I immediately have a feeling that it's because they don't like me. When people unsubscribe from my list, it's a yucky feeling that they must not like me and that just completely washes over me ridiculous when you literally sit and type out these words all the people out there who simply want to be liked just like I do and yet in my mind they are somehow on a mission to hate on me so silly 
Your words made me stop and see how much of my magical energy is wasted on these negative feelings that I fabricate in my own head. I definitely have work to do in this arena. Maybe you do, Kara, but the simple awareness and recognition of it is 90% of the work, and I commend you for that, and I know so many of our listeners could hear themselves in Kara's share. Am I right? We all do, and if we don't, then we probably lie to ourselves about other things, right? So thank you, Kara, for sharing that. And then another quick shout out to Michelle Lang, who just posted on my Facebook page. James, I wanted to thank you with deep gratitude for creating the Mind Your Business podcast. This has been exactly what I need. Hearing your stories, your challenges, and your insights has been incredibly inspiring. And your message about how success and profitability doesn't have to equate to working insane hours and struggle. I've been looking for a resource that covers both entrepreneurship and personal development together. And this has hit the spot perfectly. I'm incredibly grateful for this resource and for your presence in the entrepreneur community. It's been a breath of fresh air. Big thank you. Michelle, thank you. And it was a pleasure connecting with you in person at LaunchCon back in what was that? October, November. So thank you. I really appreciate that. Guys, thank you. I know I don't get to every single comment and chair, but I read as many of them as I can. And I just, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude and it inspires me to just keep doing this and keep raising the bar. And today I'm going to raise the bar even more. 10xing your business in the next 12 months. That's the conversation here today. And I'm going to save the best for last. So I have the one little like Kaiser so say, usual suspects reference, you know, surprise ending for you that I think is the biggest thing. If you want a 10x or even just 2x or 1.5x, whatever it is that you want to create for yourself in the next year, in the next 12 months. And I'm going to save that at the end so that you'll listen to the entire episode. Now, I want to let you know, I want to be in full self-disclosure that I did not 10x my business this year. That's not why I'm recording this. I'm really recording this as a promise for 10x because I want you to think bigger. I want you to play bigger. I want you to act bigger. I want you to do the things that scare you. Why not? We're here. We're alive. We've got this one life. And it's like entrepreneurship is like the playground in which we get to experience so much that so many people don't. It's so awesome. From leadership to creation to teaching to helping to making money to buying things to spending our money. Like entrepreneurship just creates this amazing playground for life for us, right? And why not just go all freaking out 10x next year? But I didn't. I didn't 10x this year. I mean, I've 10x'd over the years, not in one year consecutively, but why not? Why not stretch ourselves? Why not push that for ourselves? However, I do want to recap some of the results. This, I would say, has been one of the biggest breakthrough years in business for me, one of the biggest you know, growth years in a lot of ways. It's, it's actually more like the internal growth was happening behind the scenes in the last few years, and this year, just like... <laughs> just you saw the after effects and i always go back to like gardening analogies for some reason you know planting the seed there's so many beautiful analogies with whether it's gardening or being a farmer i guess where you know look you plant a seed the seed is the idea the seed is the intention really it's not the idea it's the intention for what you want and if you've ever done any gardening before which i really haven't you know whether you have or not, that it takes time that you don't plant the seed and then tomorrow you've got like a redwood, right? It takes time. And, you know, maybe you got to water it and give it plenty of sunlight and fertilizer and patience, patience, patience. But what do people do? They plant the seed. They come in there the next day. They go, I don't see the tree. I don't see the proof. I don't see the progress. And they dig up the soil and they go check on the seed. 
No, it's still there. Okay, and they plant it again, right? Now, what does that do to the seed? It's probably never going to grow, right? And we're planting seeds for our business, the results we want to have in our life, but a lot of the gardening, a lot of that, you know, the maintaining, being the farmer really is an inside job. And that's why this podcast is here. And there's been a lot of work that I've had to do internally over the years. It's why we're here talking about this and why I want to share this with you is because of all the stuff I have done. And I continue to see more and more of the physical external results. Look, I'll tell you one thing here. The less I care about those results, the more they keep coming in. Boy, for the listeners who just got that, that's going to be huge. The less I care about them, the more I'm seeing them in my life. We've added over a million dollars in revenue to the business this year. We had the largest launch I've ever done this year. We had not just like really our first live events this year, but we had a, we did, I can't believe this. We did three live events this year. The third one was by far the largest event I've ever done. 225 people in one room. And they were all paying customers to be there. And a lot of other awesome stuff. <laughs> so I'm not trying to be too braggadocious there. But I also, Chelsea and I went on a total of 13 trips. Now that sounds a little exhausting. Some of these trips were like really light and easy. Like I went to Sedona, which is a 45 minute flight or something like that for like four days. So that's like one of the trips, like going to Sedona, Arizona, which is like my favorite place. I've been there three times now in two years. I'm going to go next year. But to go to Sedona for like four days with my buddy, Brandon, to go to the big island of Hawaii for seven days. We spent five weeks, just over a month, in New York City, living there in an apartment this year. I'm a part of a mastermind, and we go to three different locations in the country. So I, we made a trip out of each and every one. We were very intentional, like, let's come in early or stay later so we can like enjoy the place. And then we have our own mastermind, and we actually do the same thing with our own when we travel. So we went to New York again this year, and we came in early to enjoy the city. But all in all, it's 13 trips this year. It's nuts. And I'm not including like going to San Diego, which we'll do that. We'll go to San Diego for like two or three days. So we traveled a lot, which means we worked a lot less. We, when we were in New York, we took five weeks off of not working. Now, I did the type of work of like I'm on Facebook a little bit and posting on Instagram. And then I'm like writing or doing something creative. But for the most part, I wasn't doing that much work. And we still grew financially, grew personally, professionally. We grew in every different way this year. And I want to have a conversation with you to talk about three areas that we can look at to help you massively grow next year. And at the end, I'm going to share the linchpin, the one thing that I think if we you know, knock this domino over, everything else is going to fall. Maybe, perhaps. That's my theory. So taking a look at the number that you hit this year, what does it look like with an extra zero on the end or you know, 10x? What does the 10x revenue number look like for you at the end of next year, 12 months from today? What I want to look at are three things that we can do to help you get there. And of course, it's okay if you don't get there. A lot of people then don't go after their goals because they're afraid of what they're going to say to themselves if they don't hit them. Like that means I don't want to set myself up for failure again, right? I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to be too unrealistic. That stuff's nonsense. Hogwash. Just play with me for a moment. Every time you put your headphones on and listen to me, you should be transporting yourself into a world of infinite possibilities where anything is possible and not just anything is possible, but anything is possible and anything is possible and it can happen at any time with no time constraints, with no effort constraints because anything is possible 
and anything is possible. And that's where I like to play. That's where I like to daydream. That's where I like to stretch myself, my imagination, ask really great questions. Well, what if I could do it this way? Or what if I could do it without doing that? So I came up with three areas that we want to look at. This also helped me because I looked at a lot of our inner circle members who had experienced a lot of growth in the past year, our mastermind. And I started looking, well, what is it that they did to experience such awesome growth? So here's the first one. Area number one is really asking the question, have I spread myself too thin? Am I spread too thin? Am I taking on too much? And is it time to say no? I've said this over and over again. It's a great concept. Less is more. But do you really get that? Most people think that the answer to a 10x would mean I got to work 10x more or do 10x the things. And it's really about saying no to a lot of things that aren't serving you. You know that whole Pareto principle, the 80-20, where 80% of your revenue is coming from 20% of the projects or the products or the offers or whatever. What if next year you put 80% of your energy on those 20% of offers, projects, or revenue streams? That's where we want to look at first, is what can we say no to? Just check in. Have I spread myself too thin? Am I kind of just like juggling and maintaining? Oh, this, I got to work on this. And like, oh, that's done now. I got to go do this. And where I see this a lot, and I've seen this in myself a lot, is when I have to be on every social platform, right? So this was a big deal. This is, this is a huge deal. And I don't think I've really actually publicly said this, but I said no to YouTube this year. What? The YouTube guy said no to YouTube this year. Now, I don't know when I made my last video, but there was a conscious decision probably like in quarter two, and it should have happened in quarter one, that I said, okay, I will be spreading myself too thin if I'm going to really try and put in some YouTube videos this year. And so I said, no, no more YouTube videos. Now, guys, that's really scary for me in a lot of ways. That was really scary. So saying no isn't always easy. Why would that be scary? Because I've been known as the YouTube guy and that's been a lead source and that's, you know, I've got to, you know, be associated with that. And obviously we're doing a lot of other work now. I'm doing things that are really lighting me up. I'm following my passion and I wanted to really lean into the podcast and I couldn't do both. I saw what it was costing me. What is it costing you to say yes to all these things that you think you have to be doing? Now, I get it. You've been sold on the total crap BS that not only should you be hustling all the time, but that if you're not doing this, your business is going to die. You realize that's just marketing talk, right? That's not fact. See, I'm really good at questioning everything. That's what I do. But most people just take that at face value. Hey, I follow this guy and he says, if I'm not on Twitter, my business is going to die. So I got to be on Twitter. And then this guy says, if I'm not on YouTube, it's going to die. If I don't have a podcast, I'm going to die. And if I don't, oh my gosh, I got to do it all. No, you don't. No, you don't. So I said no to YouTube this year. And that freed up time. It freed up. You know what else it did? What it really freed up was the guilt that I was starting to pick up of like, oh, I'm not doing enough on there anymore. And I just cut that dead weight. Now, you'll see there's still stuff we put on YouTube, but that's my team. And if you look, everything that's on YouTube now is just stuff about the podcast because we leaned more heavily into the podcast, okay? And the podcast has been growing and growing and growing because of that. Less is more. So what are you going to say no to? You're going to have to say no to something. Most people have it so backwards. They think I got to take on all these things. Maybe you do, and we'll get into that. What are the things you should be taking on? But you got to start by saying no to some things. If your plate's already full, you can't add anything on, right? 
So that's the first area. The second area really has to do with like, okay, increasing revenue, right? So the first area of, you know, are you spreading yourself too thin is about let's get your time back by saying no. The second thing is like, what can we do to increase revenue itself? And so I want to talk about this. This is part two. So what most people do, and it sounds logical, but it's probably like the worst way to go about it in terms of it's like the hardest and the most effort is they're like, well, you know, if I made a hundred thousand this year, so I'm going to make a million next year, I just got to sell 10 times more product than I did. Right. So I'm going to just sell 10 times as more. That's where, where most of us go is we're going to increase the units sold. Now that is one way. And then of course, if you have a solid sales system in place, like, yeah, I do a weekly webinar or I do a monthly webinar or something like that. And I sell, you know, 10 units every time. Well, you're going to have to double the amount of people that come on the webinar. If you want to do 20, you're going to have to 10 X either the amount of webinars you do or the amount of attendees you have, right? You're going to have to 10 X your reach, assuming all your other metrics stay in place. That's how you're going to have to do that. And that starts to make people feel a little like intimidated. Holy cow. I either have to do 10 times the amount of webinars I did, or I got to get 10 times the amount of people registered that I did in a year. That's a lot, right? Well, that's not necessarily the case. So then the next thing people do is they say, well, I'll just create more products. And this, I want to put a huge asterisk next to, because that is another way. It's like, okay, well, I could just create another product. So I created product A, I'll create product B. But this can start to lead us into the spreading to thin category, where all of a sudden we've now just created a whole suite of products and we're spreading ourselves too thin and we're not giving us enough energy, effort, and attention to properly market and sell, you know, promote those products because we're too busy maintaining and creating, creating and maintaining. Where you're ultimately going to see is that your time and energy needs to go into more into where you're responsible for sales and marketing. If we've got five new products that we're creating this year, you're going to spend a lot of time in creation and maintaining. So it doesn't mean that it's not the answer though. I mean, yeah, creating another product totally could, absolutely could. But here's the easiest way. Here's the easiest way that you can start to lean into that 10X. I'm going to give you several. But the first one is raising your prices. Raising your prices is hands down the easiest way to generate more revenue without any effort at all. Because what you'll discover for most markets, again, it depends on the market. There's a lot of variables and scenarios. It's this thing that scares us the most, but it's literally the easiest thing because what most people discover, if not everyone discovers, is that you know if they add a, they raise their price by a hundred bucks or fifty bucks or a thousand bucks, that there was really no more additional effort required to make the sale, but they got more money. And I have examples of this with myself. I have examples of this with. With a lot of my students, they raise their price and they're like, it was the same amount of work selling it on the webinar. The conversion rate might have gone down a hair, but the revenue generated was significantly higher. Raising your prices. That's an area that you're going to want to look at. The next thing we want to look at is if we do decide to add an offer, can we add a high ticket offer? So maybe it is raise your prices or maybe it's add a higher priced offer. And it's something that should complement existing customers. So instead of looking to increase the units sold, 
which means acquire new customers, how can we increase the lifetime value of existing customers by offering them an additional line of products? Like where is the back-end offer, the one-click upsell, the continuity that's attached to it, right? And that is another way, is looking at things like continuity or recurring where people are paying month after month. These are the ways that we want to look at is how do we get an existing customer to become a lifetime customer that buys again and again? And obviously, we've done this really, really well. And effectively, I talk about it all the time in regards to the Ascension model where we have members who join one course, something like Business by Design, and then they a lot of them join us in our coaching program, which is a higher ticket offer that's for a year. And then from there, they join our mastermind. So instead of continually going, I got to find, and this is, look, this is how I used to run things and it worked, but it was a challenge too, because we were selling lower price products, but you're constantly having to go out and find new customer, new customer, new customer, new customer, got to get a new customer, find new people, new leads, new customer, new, more traffic. So I can get more leads. So I get more customer. And I never realized until I went deep. So I was going wide. I never realized how much revenue I was really leaving on the table because, you know, as I kept acquiring those hundred to $200 customers, I was never looking beyond that with them. Wait a second. Like, why would I ignore them? Like, why can't I keep working with them? Why can't I see what else they need? And we do that much more today. And what you find is it's so much easier. It's so much easier when someone's like, Hey, I just went through your stuff. I got a ton of value. What's next? That's what people ask. What's next? Where's the next step with you? That's how we could start looking to, in order to increase that lifetime value. So to recap so far, are we spreading ourselves too thin? Are we doing too much? We need to get some of our time back, our valuable time and energy. And then the next area is we want to look at ways to, yes, increase the revenue, but I would leave increasing units sold and acquiring new customers as the last one on the list. Look for ways to raise the prices or add ancillary backend offers that support your initial offerings like upsells and you know high ticket offerings like for example if you sell an online course could you do an upsell that offers some sort of template package you know where you've created it once and then boom you help them get results quicker and easier because you've done some done with you work in forms of you know templates or something like that these are the areas that we want to look at and this is about again focusing more of our efforts on less. Instead of spreading ourselves too thin, it's like, well, wait, wait a second. How do we maximize this that we have right in front of us? Right? Have we fully utilized this thing that we have here? All right. The third area is leverage. Leverage, leverage, leverage. I'm always talking about leverage. It's one of my favorite words. And we always want to look for ways that we can leverage. So first area to look at is paid advertising. You know, that is about leveraging you know, whatever platform like Facebook that you're using. And instead of using your time, which is what most people do, they say, I don't want to do paid ads because I'm afraid to spend the money. It's such a backwards approach because you should be afraid to spend your time because you don't get that back. You're getting older, not younger. You're getting older. We can always make more money, but you can't make more time. That's the most precious freaking thing that we have. And people are willing to spend years trying to figure this stuff out, but they're not willing to spend 500 bucks. That's crazy. Now I get it. It's because we've been conditioned to be the 
employee consumer culture. Get a paycheck, spend your money. Get a paycheck, work a certain amount of hours, get your paycheck, spend the money, buy stuff, need the job so you can keep paying the bills, right? And when you're an entrepreneur, that's why this all shifts. It all We shake that all up. You should be spending more money because time is your most valuable asset. Really, your energy. Your energy is where your energy goes in every moment of now. So paid advertising. One thing that we really took on this year two at things was first of all joint venture partners so we leveraged people with other audiences and lists and we worked with them to promote our stuff and that helped us have the biggest launch we'd ever had this year and what was really cool is we got to make them a lot of money that actually makes me it might sound bizarre to you but it makes me so happy it really does when i can send uh you know 50 something thousand dollars to an affiliate and say there you go thank you so much That was a huge win for us. So most of us look at competitors in the industry as competitors. Can we start looking at them as joint venture partners? Can we start to collaborate with them instead of calling them our enemy? And when we start thinking that way, we start stepping into more abundance, more possibility, more opportunity. Is your mind already starting to think? Or have you gone back to all the yeah buts about why you can't grow next year and why 10x isn't possible? Now, another thing that was huge for me, this was a big breakthrough for me. I notice where I get, and this is where you should be always looking is where you're the bottleneck in the business. And I noticed that even with an amazing team and all the systems and process we have in place, there's still times that I have a bottleneck, you know, and one was in my teaching and coaching that in order to get this message out to more people, like it had to grow beyond me in some capacity. And that scared the bejesus out of me. But this year I brought on two head coaches to facilitate one of our coaching programs. So they're teaching and coaching alongside with me. That way our customers get a way better experience that I couldn't have had. So now, you know, when we have like 60 some on members instead of it's a one to 60 ratio. It's more like a one to 20 ratio. And that scared me for so many reasons from like, how much is this going to cost? What if they are just, you know, like stealing clients? What if they aren't really good at what they do? Like all these stories came up yet. I got pat. I did the work past that. I did it, pulled the trigger. We have two and it was the best decision I made like all year. It's such an incredible program because the three of us are working together to help our customers now. And that's like, Oh, I wish I did this sooner. Right? So let's take a look at these three ways we can 10x next year. Number one, you got to start saying no. Chances are you're spreading yourself too thin. Now, there's a lot of reasons why we spread ourselves too thin. We think it's safe. We think we're hedging our bets, right? If we work on more things and it's more comfortable to stay busy, what's really uncomfortable is to be working less, but only working on those really vital things. Well, where should we be sending our time? Well, I'm glad you asked. That takes us to area number two, ways that we are increasing the lifetime value of our customers, raising our prices, adding in some sort of continuity, reoccurring revenue, or adding ancillary or back-end offers that increase that lifetime customer value. Upsells, back-end coaching, high-ticket event, or mastermind. If you're already doing events, are you selling something at the event? Are you offering a VIP? That was another thing that we did is we offered a VIP day for people coming to the event. And we sold out of that immediately. We had a lot of people still wanting to come. What was so great about that is that VIP day paid for the expenses of the event, which means, and this is unheard of in most cases, we went into that event 
at zero cost. How cool is that? We didn't spend any, I mean, we weren't in a deficit. We had to spend the money, but it was paid off by this VIP day that we offered. All these different opportunities that we can have. And then leverage. Can you leverage paid advertising? This is where you pay to get more leads. You're leveraging platforms like Facebook and AdWords. Leverage the audience of others through joint ventures and affiliates. We actually leveraged vendors at our live event and they came in and sponsored a cocktail party. So we got to give our attendees an even better experience and we didn't have to pay for it. And that's a huge shout out and thank you to the guys over at Kajabi who we are huge fans of. We run everything on Kajabi. They are not paying me right now to say this, although they did sponsor our cocktail party at our live event and it was amazing. We love their software and if you're not on Kajabi, I'm gonna highly recommend you do it. In fact, I'll link up my affiliate link in the show notes jameswedmore.com forward slash Kajabi, that's K-A-J-A-B-I. Our entire business is now on there from our website to our products, managing our members, even sending out email broadcasts and landing pages and checkout pages. All of that is now run through Kajabi and we're huge fans. And if you're tired of trying to duct tape all these different solutions together and get them to talk to each other and work together, why? It's not worth your time. That might be something you need to say no to next year because you've been spreading yourself too thin there. Why not have one solution that does it all? Kajabi does it. We love it. jameswilmer.com forward slash Kajabi. Okay. Well, there was my like impromptu plug, but we really do. We really do. We love Kajabi. So thank you guys. If they're listening to this, I really appreciate everything you do over there. All right, so let's bring in the final piece here. James, this sounds great. You gave me some ideas. I'm gonna stretch a little bigger you know, think differently. I'm going to focus on the right things. I'm going to start saying, no, I got it. Cool. All right. But I'm going to offer that even with all this awesome content I just gave you, you're not going to do it. Ouch. That's kind of harsh. You're not going to do it. And here's why. And this is the zinger. If you were to just write down that 10 X number for me, if you're a hundred thousand and it's a million, just go ahead and write down that one comma zero 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 whatever that number is for you i can give you all the ideas in the world but here's what's stopping you from hitting that there is a story that you are telling yourself about what you think it's going to cost you to hit that number and if that story or that cost is something that you're not willing to pay you're not going to do it. If you're not willing to pay that cost, then you're not willing to 10X or 5X or 3X or whatever your number is. Think about that for a moment. So if I ask you directly, okay, pretend your number, you wrote down 100,000 for this year and your next year is a million. And I ask you, what do you think it's going to cost you? What's it going to take from you to do a million dollars next year? And you say, well, you know, I don't really know, James, but if I did know, I'd say, I'm probably gonna have to work twice as hard as I do now. And I'm probably gonna have to spend a lot of money to make that money. And, you know, I just don't have any more time to give. And uh, I'm kind of freaked out about spending that type of money to get there. Well, that's your story 
about what it's going to take to 10x. And that story includes things that you may not want to do. Like, I don't want to work twice as hard, and I don't want to spend half a million in order to make a million. Or maybe I do if I had the money, but I don't have the money, right? Whatever. So as long as you hold on to this story, doesn't matter what cool things I share with you, like raise your prices, add an upsell, blah, blah, blah. Because this is more important to you. In fact, this story might be so there in the background that you might not even be listening to anything I've said. Because anytime I say something, it gets rejected by the story. Huh. So what is your story? What have you convinced yourself? What have you already made up your mind about that it's going to cost you in order to hit this result? And take a moment. You might need to pause this episode to do that. But take a moment and be honest with yourself. What are you saying right now that it's going to take you? And I guarantee you, that is the thing that's holding you back. And then you might even agree and you say, yeah, because I don't want to work twice as hard or 10 times as hard or blah, blah, blah. But what I want to offer now, if you have that story, is that it's just a story. And it's a story that you made up. And if you've never 10x before, reached this million or whatever that number is for you, how the heck would you really know for sure, 100% truth, that that's what it's going to take from you? How do you know if you've never been there? This isn't real. This isn't factual. This is just your theory. And what I would look for you to do, if this is something you are excited about next year, is seeing some explosive growth, it would be to challenge this story. Why are you holding on to it? What good is it doing you other than keeping you safe? Other than this illusion that it's protecting you? And instead of speaking to the story of 10xing my business means I'll have to work 10 times harder you know, put myself out there in a way that's going to get me to ridiculed more or blah, 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 whatever it is for you. Instead, we want to start asking better questions like, how might I 10x revenue without 10xing my workload? How might I 10x revenue without spending half a million dollars in ad spend? Now, you might not know right now But that's the point. You don't know for sure either way. And if we can just stay in the question a bit, maybe, just maybe, we could create a new story, a new way to get to where you want to go without the costs that you are just so darn certain it's going to take you. Because if you were listening to this episode, I was able to have a massive financial increase this year. And I think I took the most time off this year than I ever have. Huh. So, those are the questions you want to start posing. How might I hit this result without that cost? And be okay staying in the question. Getting curious knowing that there's always a way, there's always a possibility that other people have done it before you. This isn't like 1999 
where it's like, you know, you can start a business on the internet. Like, you know, people are doing this now, right? <laughs> like, it's a thing, right? And people are doing it really, really well. So you have proof and evidence of people just like you who have the same amount of time in a day. They didn't hack sleep where they only sleep two hours a day. They figured out how to only sleep two hours a day. And, and then they work for 22 hours straight. I mean, there are people doing this with families, with kids, people that I know that still have a job and they're doing this. It's not like it's not possible. It's not like people aren't already haven't figured it out. But when we're so convinced that it's not going to work for us for blah, blah, blah reason, it doesn't matter what I tell you. It really doesn't matter what strategies and tips and stuff I share, right? So are you willing to poke holes in this story that you've created for yourself? Are you willing to prove yourself wrong? Because that takes a lot of courage right there. Are you willing to question everything that you already believe as truth when it comes to making money, running a business, being an entrepreneur. I say that you are, and that's what I invite you to do. Or not. (laughs) It's up to you. And you don't need to 10x. 10x is just some stupid number anyways that someone wrote down and it sounds really cool and it gets people excited. I don't care if you... 10x you don't need to 10x you don't need to do anything but most of us do have a feeling inside of us that's pulling us forward that wants to grow that is calling you to do more i would listen to that feeling i would let that feeling rip you out of bed every morning that's what it does for me and like I said at the beginning of this episode the less I care about things the less I give an F right where's that book I haven't read it yet the subtle art of not not giving an F the more things come in so what does that mean I'm not concerned with telling people that I 10x'd or made a certain amount of money I don't have this attachment or meaning to how much money I'm making. Now, I do like sharing it with you guys because for most of you, you still do have that attachment and you'll listen to someone more when they're backing it up with that evidence. I know I'm clear that I can get through to people more when I say, hey, here are the results that I have, so you should probably listen to me a little bit because I have some evidence of it working. But between just you and I, I'm not driven by those numbers. I'm not ruled by that. I'm not making my life about that. I don't make it mean anything when I don't hit a goal or don't hit some vanity number. I've made my life about service and impact. And if I can get one of those emails a day or even just a week from someone saying, I listened to your episode or I'm going through one of your programs and here's how it's changed my life. That fuels me for months. And I know it fuels you when you get that. It feels really, really darn good. So I'm not having this conversation with you because you should have the biggest numbers and that's important and blah, blah, blah. But I know there's a part of you 
that wants to make a bigger impact. You've gotten a dose of it already, right? When someone said, man, that video you made or that post, that really helped me. And we can't always measure impact like we can other things in our lives. So I do believe that one way we can measure impact is through revenue. You've heard me say the transformation begins after the transaction. The transformation is in the transaction. So when people pay to play, they pay attention. So when people are buying your stuff, you know you have measurement that I'm helping more and more and more people. So let that be what fuels you. Be completely detached from whatever happens and stay in this question of how can I get there without all these things that I say it's going to cost me. I am so excited for the next 12 months for the conversations that you and I are going to continue to have for the growth that I'm going to experience and immediately share with you for the growth that my members and clients and inner circle members are going to experience And I hope you're feeling just as excited for your life and the people that you're going to impact. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Here is to the most extraordinary 12 months of your life and your business. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.